Salutations. My name is Misty. Welcome to the third season, 13th episode of Choice, my experience building relationship with God. Wow. It was 50 degrees here in February. Understand. We're the North Star State. And this time of year in February, our average temperature is below zero with negative wind chill of at least 15 degrees below zero. However, it's 50 degrees. Sky is blue, sun is shining. And there's some vegetation that's beginning to think it looks a lot like springtime. Feels a lot like springtime. I have to consistently remind myself that it's not April, it's February. As in the end of January, beginning of February. Because even in January, we had... We were having 45, I think we had a few 50 degrees days in January also. It's like, wow, this is really interesting. I don't ever remember having this kind of weather in my lifetime. And trust, I've been here, uh, never mind. <laughs> I want to thank you for downloading and listening to The Choice, my experience building relationship with God podcast and sharing it with others. It's my prayer that the podcast blesses you, encourages you, inspires you, and refreshes you. Thank you for listening. I am so excited. The reason why I'm so excited is because there were some things that our Heavenly Father had wanted me to start reducing time in that wasn't producing the results that he's requiring of me at this season in the life that he's given me. And when I began to cut off and reduce times and things that were not producing the results that he desires for me and began to increase in those things that he wanted me to be focusing on and accomplishing at this time, that he has set aside for me to move forward in things that he has for me to do. I can say this. My days have been so much richer. I, myself, my soul has been so much more fulfilled. I'm sensing my strength in him increasing the joy of the Lord 
is flowing more abundantly from within me and clarity and what he has for me to do is becoming more crystal clear because there's multiple things that he desires for me to do. However, where he's taking me, the things that he's having me yet to do, he is requiring more of me. Therefore, I need to increase in those things that he desires for me to do by making that choice to decrease in things that produce nothing and increase in the things that he's asking me to do so I can then be launched into the future things that he has for me and the purpose that he has for me. You know, it occurred to me that if people in the earth realm walked with an attitude of gratitude, gratitude, the definition of which is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. What a different world we would be living in. A drastically different world. I mean, take a moment and think on this. If we walked in the earth realm, all of us, with a consistent attitude of gratitude, think about it. What a different, a drastically different place this would be for all of us. Just think on that. How everything would be so different if all of us walked in an attitude of gratitude. The apostle that was over the church that I was in for a very long time, he would say, and I quote, he would say, our attitude determines our altitude. In regards to what I just said about what if every person in the earth realm walked in a consistent attitude of gratitude, what a different world this would be. Take that phrase and now let's just bring it down to each of us listening to this podcast. If each of us begin to walk in an attitude of gratitude, a consistent state of being thankful, of being grateful, a readiness to show appreciation for and return kindness of others to others. Let's just start here, right here, right now. You say, like, 
Well, how do we do that? How do I do that? How do I begin to walk in an attitude of gratitude? We can start small. We begin to focus our thoughts on those things that we're thankful for. There is studies and research out there that have revealed walking in gratitude has been linked to reduced stress and anxiety. So let's start with the things that are right in front of us. I'm thankful for the place that I have to live. I'm thankful, whatever that place may be. I have been homeless. And I can let you know this, that even when I was homeless, I was thankful of the different places that my Heavenly Father provided for me to stay in, all the way down to, it's called Dorothy Day, all the way down to Dorothy Day. I was on the floor of the Dorothy Day Center, which I call, that was my Gethsemane experience. I speak about it in a previous podcast in the earlier seasons of my experiences building relationship with God. I was thankful. There were times that when I was homeless, I was on the bus. We have a transit system here in our city that's second to none. I consider it second to none in the nation. And we have bus lines that are very long, and they run throughout the night. Part of the time that I was homeless extended into the fall and winter months. And there were a few nights where I was riding on the transit system at night to remain safe and warm. Even though I was on that bus, riding the bus through the cities, I was thankful that I was somewhere safe, somewhere warm, and I knew that the presence of God was right there with me because his peace that passes all understanding was with me. Thanks be to our God, our Heavenly Father, my Heavenly Father, that I'm no longer homeless. I have not been homeless for over eight years now. However, starting right where we're at, no matter what your living situation is, be thankful for a roof over our heads. Be a thankful for a roof over your head. We can start there being thankful for a roof over our head, being thankful for 
the positive attributes of our mental health, of our physical health, being thankful for indoor plumbing, being thankful for hot water, cold water, for clean water, for purified water. Because I understand that there's some places that don't have clean water right now. However, we can go to the store or we can go to organizations that can provide us with purified water. Be thankful. We can be thankful for indoor plumbing, toilets, having indoor bathrooms. We can be thankful for heat in the wintertime and air conditioning when it gets really hot in the summertime or places that we can go to get warm if necessary, warming centers or cooling centers. We can be thankful for the job that we have, even if it's not the job that we want at the moment. Having a job is a blessing. Trust, I can speak from experience on that too. We have so many things that we can be thankful for, for being able to have grocery stores, for being able to freely move about the city and not have armed guards everywhere, for being able to have transit systems that are good in our cities, for different modes of transportation. We've got bicycles and e-bikes coming out, and we have, what are those things called, little motor scooters or those little two-wheel things with the handlebars. I forgot what those are called, but those are really great too, and some of them come motorized now. Some cities have those segways, those big wheel things where you stand up, you know, like that movie Rent-A-Cop, you know, or no, Mall Cop. That's what it was. And he was on the segway all the time. Those things we also have. We can walk. We're thankful for those of us that are able to walk. We're thankful for those of us who have mobility needs that we have resources to accommodate and support our mobility needs. I can speak on that too from personal experience. We can be thankful for fresh food. We can be thankful for other people in our lives. There's so many different things we could be thankful for. For those of us who have vehicles, we can be thankful that we have a vehicle. It doesn't matter what kind of vehicle. It could be a broke-down, busted little piece of something, but it gets you from point A to B. It has four wheels, an engine in it, and it works. I've been there, too. <laughs> and the only... Difference between that and a better vehicle is the way it looks on the outside because the majority of cars that are on the streets are four-wheel vehicles. So they have four wheels. 
It's just the four wheels that some people are driving might not look like the four wheels, what's sitting on the four wheels that other people are driving. However, the purpose, the mode of transportation is still the same. It's an automobile. So we can be thankful for automobiles and there's so many things that we can be thankful for. We can be thankful for being safe. We can be thankful for making correct choices that keep us safe. There's so many things to be thankful for. Even in times of trials, of challenges, of crisis, there are still things to be thankful for in the midst of our storms that come into our lives. Understand, loved ones, I know there are some of you out there that are grieving devastating losses, and I've been there too. I've walked through searing, absolute devastating grief and loss, pain, and sorrow. Even then, the Lord God, Jesus Yeshua, the Messiah, is with us. I understand that there are individuals out there that are going through incredible, devastating losses in their lives. I understand that. And my prayer for each of you is that through the pain, you will come to understand that our Heavenly Father, Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah, He is right there with you. He mourns when you mourn. He weeps when you weep. I also understand that through previous experiences I've had with severe devastating loss and grief and sorrow and pain, He has a way of providing a buffer within us to set a boundary around us that allows the grief to come in smaller portions. Sometimes there's a numbness that happens when the devastating experience just is like an onslaught all at once like the death of a family member or someone close to us or a a tornado that totally just demolishes and takes away all material things that you've had or someone being snatched or kidnapped or a horrible car accident. Know that Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah, he's right there with us. And we can be grateful for that and all that he gives to us, especially in those devastating times. Understand, loved ones, 
that God's word in the Holy Bible tells us, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Also understand that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. He makes us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside still waters. He restores our soul. He leads us in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, for you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. You prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You anoint our head with oil. Our cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Again, let's begin. Let's start now to be mindful of all the things that we can be thankful for, grateful for, appreciative of, a blue sky, sunshine, a warm breeze, the sound of rain, flowers that bloom in wonderful varieties and colors, puppies or kittens or horses or giraffes, beautiful sceneries of Sunsets, an extraordinary view of the sun rising in the sky. You have been listening to this podcast, and you've really, really been going through. And you've been asking the question, what is there to be thankful for? And you need help because You're holding out on your last thread of a minute sliver of hope, and you need him to come into your life because you want to experience his redemption, his restoration, his refreshing his peace in your life. Just say, Jesus, I repent. I repent of all the things that I have done that are not like you. And I believe that you are the son of the one and only true God. That you were crucified on the cross and that you died for my sins, and that you are extending your arms to me right now, and I 
want you to come into my life. Come into my heart. Come into my soul. And I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Provided this was you that just made this confession and believed in your heart for the first time, or you're recommitting your life to Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah. My prayer for you is that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, and that if you do not have a church home that walks in the integrity of God's word, that he guides your steps to the place that he has for you to learn more about him, to begin to study his word, to begin that journey to getting to know him for yourself. And for those that have recommitted your life to him today, this is a fresh beginning for you also on your journey towards fostering, nurturing, increasing in your personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God is real. <laughs>